Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to my independence report. And uh, I, the last hour, we had a really cool person that was on, and she was talking about uh, domestic uh, abuse and that sort of thing. And this was, we've got another really cool person for this hour, and her name is Galactic Ashley. And, um, and, and she works with uh, Mary, um, and Mary Beckman, and also with Derek, I believe, correct? Um, not Derek. Ah, well, I don't know who that is, but I, I want to know now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is what well, Kayla tell us. Um, he's the owner of a metaphysical store in Mount Vernon, Washington. Ah. Yeah, it's a, uh, a place that Mary goes to frequently and does um, some of her classes. Awesome. I'm in Oregon. <laughs> oh, no. You <laughs> Maybe no. a day trip. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, where where in Oregon are you? Um, outside of Portland, in between the coast and um, Portland in McMinnville area. That's a beautiful area that, that, that is there. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. So Galactic Ashley is here. Now, you're going to put together you've put together a course that you're going to be. We want to talk about a little bit. But before we go there, I would like to find out what it is that you do. That's a great question. Um, so hi, everyone. Um, thank you, Kevin, uh, for having me on today's show. Uh, I love your radio voice. <laughs> wow, thank you very much. It's, I, 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 the only, only claim to fame that I have. I'm it's just so radio. Um, so I am Galactic Ashley. And I channel divine guidance for star seeds, connecting them to their star families and galactic lineages. And I use light language frequencies and work with your cosmic connections to facilitate high frequency healing transmissions and encoded activations. How did you learn how to do all of that? <laughs> Um, well, I don't really think we're here to learn anything. I think we're here to remember everything. So we're always in a state of uh, remembering ourselves. So it just unfolds through life. And when we trust ourselves, it kind of happens. So there's a lot of people that experience light language and it just sort of uh, comes out of them. And it's not anything to be afraid of, but I'm sure we can thank uh, religions for putting fire and brimstone and creating more fear <laughs> in us to be afraid of something that's coming through us that's actually divine. So, absolutely. So, so talk about light languages. What do you mean by that? Um, so, I light language is what I would call um, sacred geometries that are coming through and stopping themselves down a little bit so that it. Uh, can enter into our dimension. So it is a language of the soul. It speaks directly to the heart, bypassing the mind. 
and it uh, is innate to all of us. So it is a natural form of a communication and healing. And I believe it's one of our most powerful um, gifts that we all have available to us. And it is a, like a combination of every language that we have ever spoken through our soul's existence, through all space and time. So it's a future language, a past language. Um, and it is, from my perspective, when you tune into this, it is a form of channeling, but you are channeling parts of yourself and it's usually the healed parts of you. So it's these multidimensional aspects of you that are healed and whole coming in to remind you of that. And then you can also use it to um, maybe do soul retrievals on yourself to heal other aspects of yourself that might be caught in other uh, planes of existences. So um, it's it has multiple uses and purposes. And Kayla, do you have a question? I'm just intrigued. Like, um, so light language, like, are do they come in like codes? Like, are these things that like people can visibly see? Because sometimes, um, sometimes when my eyes are open or when they're closed, like I see strange lettering. Um, yes, like almost kind of like Reiki symbols. Yep. But I can't make them out, and I don't know what they are, and I don't know how to make it. Um. So this is um like here is an example so i bet you and i know that we're on the radio so i'm showing a small card that has light language on it um it it's i bet you if you sat down and you did a form of automatic writing with the intention to bring light language through um you could bring those through onto paper and then meditate with them so you can think of it like um every quick every crystal um, holds like a uh, language and information in it. And when we remember that we are crystalline beings from our bones to our blood, to every part of ourselves, we also are transmitters and receivers. And we are also storing information at a cellular level within us. So uh, people that go out and look for the Akashic records, you can go in and look, look in your cellular structure and your DNA, it's holding all of that. So my point is, is that you have access to this and when you get it out onto paper you are working with a denser form of it but it's also um, one of the forms that will heal the physical structure so if you get it on paper and you put it up somewhere it will constantly be broadcasting and transmitting these frequencies into your physical space and it can work with your physical structure so there is it's not that um, a physical version of it is better than <clears throat> an auditory version um, or another version it is just that they all work differently and it is also um, from my understanding is that when we use light language and we sing it it is of a very high frequency but when it goes into our collective energy field it uh, exponentially grows and expands so it will go and it will end up um, serving plants, other beings, things that it comes into contact with. And it's very powerful and it's healing, even though you may never see or experience the effect that it has on it, which doesn't matter because it's right beyond the ego. And we're constantly, when we're living as our authentic selves, we're walking around, we could be shifting uh, people's energies all the time, but we, we don't know. Interesting. By the way, 
if you'd like to talk to uh, Galactic Ashley, you can. We we have phone lines set up. And if you look right there, uh, 206-408-1395, and you can give us a call, and we can talk uh, about something that you'd like to talk about. So, so when first of all, let's talk about the class that you have coming up, because you've got a couple of them coming up, don't you? Um, yes. Uh, so there's one course in particular that starts on July 21st. And I'm actually really, really, really excited about this one because uh, the, the beings have been coming in um, since maybe like February. So when I say the beings, I am just sort of taking a lot of different energies that range from um, the dragon consciousness and these dragon beings from Andromedans and Pleiadians and Arcturians and so a lot of different star um, nations and so I'm just labeling them as the beings for anybody that is wondering it's not a fancy term <laughs> but it is all inclusive um, so the beings have been coming in since like February bringing in a lot of uh, transmissions and light languages like uh, visual visual ones um, and uh, ascension codes and just a whole a lot of downloads and so basically uh it's it's i do these 10-week courses and four of them every year and they're called galactic guided intensives um i was always one of those people that was called too much or kind of intense so now that i'm an adult <laughs> i can have classes that are called intensives and say see there's a purpose to all of this um so it is intense but it is very fun um, so this particular galactic guided intensive is called Meet the Galactics. And um, every week over the course of 10 weeks, there will be different groups uh, that come in. And so I encourage anyone that like come find out which star nations you resonate with the most. And if you're very fluent in what I'm just going to call galactic culture, it is absolutely uh, still for you. So. Um, what I love about these is that they are intimate, and so you can come in. Um, if it resonates with you, you are meant to be there. Um, so it's not like you have to be advanced or you don't have to be advanced. Um, there's usually at least half of the people in them are metaphysical practitioners, and the other half are not. But there is something that resonates within them that draws them to it. So basically through channel transmission, sound, light language, sacred geometries. It's an opportunity to um, open to experience wisdom from many unique star collectives to receive metaphysical tools for awakening your galactic potential. And um, why do you want to awaken your galactic potential? Um, basically, because the messages that I've been getting is that we're to uh, stop thinking um, with an Earth-centric sort of point of view and realize that Earth is a place <laughs> that is, um, is, is a galactic and we already are galactic citizens. And so when we take self-responsibility and we start doing the healing that is needed, then we are able to shift uh, the morphogenic fields and then the earth is also able to shift and then we birth the new earth and the new human through our heart space and in more like sooner than later terms if you are able to exist at the grocery store and not be overcome by 
uh, feelings of hopelessness or somebody else is upset. So then that, um, what the word, the term my dad used, upsets your apple cart or whatever. <laughs> you can basically hold a highly coherent um, states of being, which is basically holding your own energy frequency, holding heart coherency, and being able to function perfectly as your authentic self while still recognizing um, discordant energies around you because it's important to feel those and understand them, but they're meant to pass through you. So when we think of frequencies and waves, if let's say one, one frequency is the shape of a square and another one is the shape of a triangle, they pass through each other and all they do is they look like a house. And then when they pass each other, the triangle keeps being the triangle and the square keeps being the, the square. It's not like they crash into each other and now you have like a rhombus and like a circle right? Like they are still themselves. And so that is the purpose of us. We're not supposed to get all twisted in all of these energies that are around us. So this course helps people passionate about embodying their starseed consciousness. And the other thing is, is that we're here to remember our true history so that we can recover it and make the paradigm shift to living as galactic beings in the here and now. And so we're having um, galactic frequencies that are coming into this planet, like full on. That's what's happening with all these amazing solar energies, which, by the way, isn't just from our grand central sun. We have beings from other universes that are pumping energy through um, our grand central sun. And then those energies, as well as like Andromeda and other galaxies, they are helping us by bringing multiple types of solar frequencies in. So if anyone's having difficulty with a particular spectrum of solar frequencies and energies, you can always ask to have one that aligns with you, right? So <clears throat> that's, that's the beautiful thing of all of this is ask, because we don't ask. We're like, oh, this is happening to me. And it's like, well, ask if it can happen a little bit differently or ask, what you can be about it <laughs> so anyways i'm excited about this course really excited <laughs> you sound really excited about this course, which, which which is really interesting now now i gotta get, ask you a couple questions one okay. of which is when we're talking about our uh, uh the seeds galactic seeds or or where we come from or, or whether it's the palladians or are all of these physical beings or some of the mental beings or or how does that <laughs> i think yeah. we're the only mental beings <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't disagree with that at all by the way if you got a question for ashley you can do that just by calling the number on the screen and we'll and we'll pipe you in so that you can ask her a question or or to talk to her yeah because that um, would be fun <laughs> yeah so so when we're talking about uh, start, what what exactly are we, are we what are we talking about here uh, I don't know. What are we talking about? What, um, so what, <laughs> okay. So you're asking, um, okay. So besides the fact that humans are the only mental beings, <laughs> well, are they, are these yeah. other physical beings as well? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. sure. I mean, we're not the only, there's all kinds of humanoid type beings and 
from my understanding, um, there aren't as many humanoid beings as we perceive there, there to be. So that in and of itself actually makes us a little bit special. I mean, all beings are special, right? Because we are all of the divine. Um, even darkness is divine, right? Um, and darkness comes from, from hiding parts of ourselves and or choosing to uh, amplify the darkness over the light, right? Um, but from my understanding, not every not every existence has free will. So everybody goes, Ooh! right? Okay. So if you are in, if you are having an, an existence where there is no free will, then within that existence, there is also only like unconditional love, right? So, and in a sense, even though there is no free will, there was still a choice to choose that that existence, right? So you are still working on something. Um, but one of the reasons why people, uh, souls, not people, why souls choose this planetary experience, which is so polarized, is because it is like a, it's like taking a super accelerated course that's going to get you uh, like 20 credits. <laughs> in a really short amount of time but it's also really intense and you are risking a lot um and and the risk is is that you stay in a space of not remembering so you originally asked about um uh, some beings are in spirit form right like right. meaning they don't have physical bodies however i will say frequently that when people particularly people are tuning into higher frequencies they will uh see them as light beings but it is because we are coming from this density and perspective that anything that is less dense than this is actually uh seems like light beings to us but if you right. were to shift up a lot more and actually look or ask them specifically um what kind of form they are um it they they will have some kind of physical form a lot of times right and then some are just consciousness fields um and and those tend to be the types of energies that i end up working with more um and then they will sort of take on a form and show me that form um but it's they're also not pretending to necessarily have form but the important part is, is to ask questions and to keep asking but to understand that based on your consciousness and how you are not how you are like where you are in that moment um you can be working with energies and those energies will shift as you are shifting and as you grow you will be able to access more information and more information so even when you do receive information i would imagine or suggest that uh, to hold these things loosely and allow them to expand right because um you are only receiving information at uh, the your ability to, I don't want to say handle it, but to integrate it, articulate it, or understand it in that moment. So, for example, if I look at my galactic family, they didn't come in and go, I'm your galactic family, like <laughs> on day one. I knew that I was connected 
and I knew um, that I was communicating and um, it, and it was fine. Like I wasn't even necessarily super concerned with who, what, where, when, or why. It was everything was positive and I had thoughts and questions in my head and and then I had like immediate answers. So one tool that you can think of, um, this is common, is if you have a question and before you finish the question, you have the answer, that is usually a sign of divine guidance. So the point is, is that many years later, uh, when my galactic mother comes in as my galactic mother, and I'd already connected to my galactic family as in that field of consciousness. And when she came through specifically as like the mother energy, um, I looked at all of my writings and I used to do a lot of automatic writing my whole life. And um, the, the language was very much the same. So it was that was a whole other like, oh, like I've been talking to you, like you, um, consciousness, galactic family, like my whole life. But they didn't come in and necessarily say this is who we are, right? And I had other beings and guides that I was um, working with at the time. So, but they were always like there in 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 that energy, if that makes sense. So, um, it's. Uh, when I was little, I, I had this knowing and I channeled my first, I guess at the time I wasn't thinking, thinking this way, but I was in uh, seventh grade and I channeled uh, this lifetime where I lived on another planet, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it was late at night and I channeled this story because we had a creative writing assignment and I brought it in. It was very, very specific, like <laughs> really absurdly specific, but it also came through really easily. And I, I had this knowing like this, I, my uh, future self, and I don't mean my future self in this lifetime. I mean, like my other dimensional, like future, future self um, is working with my past self to leave my present self messages. So I ended up finding that story um, I think I was like, you know, 32 or something. Um, and, or I don't know how old I was, but I ended up coming across it in these boxes. And so again, that was a message that my future self who had been working with my past self was leaving my present self. Um, so these are the synchronicities and stuff that we really need to pay attention to. And, and it's, it's like gold, right? It's like, oh, because these are the reminders that basically say, oh, I'm on track. I'm like, <laughs> you know, this isn't too kooky. <laughs> well, now, um, I wanted to ask you, because Kayla has been having, over the last year, a bit of an epiphany. And she's been feeling <laughs> a lot more uh, energy and a lot more energetic stuff and and in some cases it's hard for her to figure out how to handle it um, um i don't believe that huh <laughs> i said i don't believe that i think she's got this <laughs> uh, i don't know about that last, last week i was down for five days slept for three days straight a lot of people were yeah definitely down well and it's you know speaking of like how energies and how like they kind of jolt you or come in I was talking to Kevin the other morning um, and I was before that I was outside crying because I was like having a moment and I, and I had asked for healing help. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, and then you I cried or the crying first? 
crying first while asking for healing help. Okay. Well, then I stood up about maybe two minutes later and then stretched. Like I'm talking like a big woof, like arms way up into the air, like pointing straight up, like just full stretch. I felt like a lightning bolt jolt come through my whole body, blurred vision. I felt like a limp noodle pretty much. And about a minute later, I felt myself sitting down in a meditation. And I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. So I closed my eyes. I let the birds around me get me in tune to my meditation. Well, then next thing I know, a gust of wind came. I found myself, I asked myself, okay, go with the wind and see where it takes me. Well, it took this wind tunnel that went up, you know, into the sky. It went to the dark purples, dark blues. I saw a gold door. I was greeted by my mother, lover, and my child. And I asked for the healing advice that I needed at that point in time for down here. And we interacted. I said, thank you. I got apparently what I needed. And I came back down my tunnel and in myself with the gust of wind and opened my eyes and felt relief. An hour or two later, I looked up in the sky and there were the numbers in the cloud, 477. I just looked it up today too. So I'm actually pretty mind blown at what 477 meant. Mm -hmm. But that was a very intense moment for me. I had to message Mary about it too and let her know. I was like, is this really real? Like, no, she's like, this is real. I'm like, whoo, okay. (laughs) Uh, I do have my moments where I'm like very insecure. That's insecure. Mm-hmm. So you felt insecure during that. Um, afterwards, yeah, right. because I wanted to get the confirmation, like, okay, that was really real. I did put myself in that state. It did happen, type thing. Yeah. Um. So, what did four seven seven mean when you looked it up? Mm-hmm. Let me find it again. <laughs> Um, it, it pretty much said that it was a message from my angel guides. Like it's a message from the angels, like meaning that my um, abilities, meaning of 477, it will make more sense. Okay. Number of 477 is a blend of the attributes and influences of the number of four and the number seven with the number seven appearing twice, amplifying its vibration. Angel numbers 477 is a message that to that the work you are doing towards your spiritual aspirations and personal enlightenment are being encouraged and supported by the angels. I was a little mind blown when I read that today. Uh, okay. So, hold on. <laughs> okay. So one of the things, okay. So what's in, one of the things that's in, important and, and this applies to everyone is that, um, and I happen to be doing a uh, YouTube series. It's all free and it's called, uh, it's basically a 30 day journey where we are looking at the power of words. And it's not the power of words like, oh, we're only going to use positive words. It's like, um, we're going to look at the attachments that we have placed on words. And I know that imagination or imagine is going to be one of those words. Um, because what has happened is, and we, and the, why are we looking at these words? Because words are cups, 
and they are meant to be neutral. And I am not talking about the words that are specifically intended to create harm. We are looking like, you know, we can know what those are. Any derogatory, horrible words that you use to dehumanize someone. We're not looking at those. We're looking at words like mother, father, um, and um, imagine. The first word, we already did the first word, it was um, belief. Um, so there was like an hour message channeling thing and it basically leads you through um how do you feel about these words whether it's like good or bad and one of the things that the beings always suggest is uh to not to try and label to not even label try and talk about your day and your experiencing experiences through non-polarized words it's really hard because we always try and say this was good this was bad that is a bad thing because once you start labeling things you are projecting things onto it and it can only be that so when you have a relationship with someone and you perceive them to be a certain kind of way you know they will always be late you know they're always like this you know you invite them over to the party and all they do is stop at safeway and bring chips and then drink your wine whatever your like <laughs> complaint is about them that. They, they bring like the dollar the two buck chuck and then drink all of your uh cab or whatever um so the the point of this is is that we assign these um these attachments to these words but what's important about them is that most of the attachments are subconscious and when we look at language or something called linguistic determinism which basically says that our language is linear it is structured linearly and through the way that we are educated in our system it makes us think linearly so what it's doing and what i feel like is also coming up for you is that it is promoting the linear and the masculine and there's nothing wrong with the masculine but all the energies that have been coming recently have to do with um, taking it uh, feminine first, right? So the feminine is not just lunar energies. She is also um, needs to be connected to the sun. And so all of us have feminine principles within us. And when we are feeling lack of self-worth or when we need confirmation, because we can remember that validation is a valuable tool, it's very helpful, but it's not something that we need because we're needing to trust ourselves, we're needing to um, access our, our worthiness. And anything that is unworthy or where we are feeling less than, that is a feminine wound that is coming up within us that is expressing itself you don't need to do anything about it the beautiful thing about it is you just witness her and then that part heals right so you use the word imagination which i hear a lot this is all my imagination right why is that because imagine and imagination that is one of our most powerful tools so what does society and culture do through the language is when anytime we are speaking a language, we are bringing in culture and all the cultural beliefs and familial beliefs and all of these things that come in with these letters and these, these consonants and these vowels that put together this sound vibration. <laughs> and then it starts meaning these things to us that are oftentimes a lot more different than, than what the actual, like, dictionary definition of it is so oh it's all my imagination that basically you're saying i'm crazy this didn't really happen and then you're not claiming your sovereignty of who cares if i come on and i'm like you're crazy that's an you went into the sky 
sky and saw blue and red lover mother child like what are you talking about who if i said that you would i could probably devastate you if i really wanted to right but that's the problem is when when we are uh when we're in a vulnerable state like that what's great is uh one i appreciate you trusting me too. It's lovely that you can have those experiences and Kevin gets it and that you have somebody like Mary to call and share that with. Because when we are feeling in these vulnerable states, we do need to be cautious of who we share the information with because in that moment, what we're doing is our sovereignty is wobbly. <laughs> so in a kind of a way, we're almost giving our power over to this person because their opinion is more important than our inner knowing. And you had an experience of your inner knowing. And when we have a knowing like that, we have to own the knowing. So one thing to do is to practice discernment between knowing and thinking, um, because thinking is just thoughts, right? But it's not knowing. Usually when we know something, it comes with other information and validation and feelings that come up with it. And so that's what's hugely valuable. So for me, I don't know who the, the mother, lover, and child is, but um, when I added up all of those numbers, you have this, what seven and seven is fourteen plus four. That's um, nine, right? So I mean, it's fourteen plus four is eighteen. Eight and one is nine. So uh, three, six, nine. So three is a really powerful number, right? And so to me, what's happening is, is you are shifting into other states and places of being in dynamic balance. So while we exist in polarities, the only way and this is what the beings are always bringing in is dynamic balance comes in threes so we always have what we perceive ourselves to be doing in the world is we think that there's only like two choices it's this or this well if you force yourself to come up with the third choice then it starts opening other pathways and you realize that you're not as limited as you think you are so sometimes when people are like have a they have a job and they're like oh I either have to quit the job or stay at the job, but I can't leave the job. So they think that there's only two choices, right? But there's always more than that. And when people say I can't do something, they need to recognize that that is a choice, even though they don't necessarily want to make it, it's a choice. So for you, to me, that there's very powerful about the, you said the mother, the lover and the child. So what we all are is, is we are the masculine, the feminine, and the divine child. And so having access to all of those within us and realizing that we are the mother light and the father light and also the created one, when we are able to access those energies, we're actually able to shift a lot easier because when we're stuck in polarities, it's kind of like there's always a tension, right? Or you're, or you think that you have to be in the middle. So if we're talking about masculine and feminine, sometimes it's appropriate because you're meeting a situation to be 70% masculine and the 30% feminine. Because when you don't touch the energies and you're aware of them within you and you allow them to naturally show themselves, they will meet the situation appropriately. So to me, you basically were with the, the child, the lover, and because it was the mother, you are becoming, you are being asked to access the divine mother within yourself and to not look externally for the mother, but understand that you are the divine mother to you and that you can be your divine mother and that i don't know what your relationship is with your mother and i'm not going to expose any of that <laughs> on air or anything but like 
Um, um, what is powerful about that is that there are a lot of mother wounds and with all of this soul, these solar frequencies and being asked to um, elevate the histories of all of the Holocaust and the witch hunting and um, everything from back to Lemuria, um, because you have a Lemurian Holocaust and all of the whole point was to devalue the power of the feminine because feminine first, when the universe is created, the, the female energy went first. So the, the feminine energy knows she's not only a part of the darkness, but she understands the darkness is comfortable in the unknown. Everyone is terrified in the unknown. And if you are panicking, if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm terrified of the unknown, it's okay. But look at the feminine, what part of the feminine wound in you, what part, where do you deny the divine within you? Where you, where do you deny the feminine within you? And where do you not value yourself? Because wherever you are undervaluing your worthiness is where the feminine wound needs healing. So if anybody has issues with their mother or has had issues with their mother, because maybe they're not living, or you have issues with yourself as a mother, this is an opportunity to heal that. And all of the golden energies, you said you saw golden Thor. Um, I just did a a channeling thing on Saturday and the beings were talking very specifically about, or no, I think it was the one I did with Mary. It was last week. The beings were talking very specifically about the importance of gold. Um, a lot of us kind of like have resistance to this yellow and gold and the value of it is that is what is connecting one to the solar frequencies and two, we have golden strands of DNA. And so one of the things about the human uh, it, it physical body and this particular DNA is that it does come from angelic lines. That is why it is desirable. That is why we've been programmed to be enslaved because we are such, we have, uh, we're so powerful in our ability to create. So it's like they brought you up into this spiral of wind, which is very much, I feel like you got a DNA activation and that, that 477, it's like a, I would write that down somewhere or play with that or see what kind of other codes come in with it. But basically you got, you activated an aspect of your DNA and it was all shown and then the wind came in and it blew you up. And I'm not a shaman, but I've worked with shamans and they're constantly talking about the wind and how like, clearing it is there's solar winds right um i, I want to say there's galactic winds because there has to be galactic everything for it to make sense to me so <laughs> and and the beautiful thing about wind is is it's reminding us of sound right it's also reminding us that resistance isn't horrible or bad because the only reason why we hear the wind in the first place is because we have trees that are resisting the wind which makes the breeze that we can hear right so sometimes the wind will be at our backs and it will blow us up and that is ideal and sometimes it's like head-on face in the wind and it's like you just lean against it and stand there and keep resisting it if that's what you're supposed to do or just you know American Pie or whatever that show was with the wind and the bag and <laughs> I don't think it was American Pie. It was American something. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. So <laughs> Kayla, does that does that help you? 
figure that out a little bit? Yes, it's resonating because I mean, Miriam brought up and made mention at Derek's, um, you know, at Derek's store when she was doing one of her classes that I was a galactic being. So, I it, it just so can you so Ashley, can you galactic Ashley, can you verify that for her? Well, I would say, of course you are, if you feel that you are. Um, what, I'm, what I'm not going to do is, and this isn't because I'm trying to like, I do star sessions and you have to give me your money. Um, what I don't do is on a whim, just go, this is what you are. Um, and this was reiterated in a session that I just did the other day um, because this was, it was so unexpected who came through for this person, but the seraphim came through and I would have never thought seraphim for this person, but the seraphim came through to bring in her galactic family, but they were all connected. So I guess my point is, is I, I won't in this moment tell you your galactic lineage because it's a huge process. And when I just wing it, um, it, it, it feels like I'm dishonoring the beings because it's far more complex. It's like very, it's complex because beings come in and sometimes they're like, they'll show me what they look like and who they are and they won't have a planet and we've never like even heard of them. Or in my case, I come from another universe. So it's not like I have GPS coordinates and I can be like, blah, 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 and it's over here. Right. So um, you what I am getting that you uh, definitely had uh, like what I would say, light code activations and had some golden strands of DNA done. And um, let's say that that mother and the child and the lover are um, are multidimensional aspects of you that are galactic in nature is what I'm getting. I would suggest that you go communicate with them and try and sort of allow them to tell you. And it's in that, that feels important to me. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to just tell you something, it mm -hmm. would take an opportunity away from you. No, I totally understand. Yeah. I, I, it's like, it's, it's, my own downloads. It's my own light codes. It's my own personal experience that I'm physically trying to go through. So you're not trying to bombard it, ruin it, up jump it, or uproot by any means. Right. I 100% agree. I totally agree with you. This is yeah. something from my divine, physical, everything all around needs to just come together. Right. Well, and it and it will, and it feels very emotional to me. So I'm tuning into that, and I feel like they are around you all of the time. And I have some ideas of why it's going to be emotional, um, not just because of the love, but there's going to be huge realizations that come into that, and there will be a lot of memories that come with it, and those are important. And so I am really excited for you. <laughs> so. If only I could just funk it in, though. <laughs> well, how do you convince her that it is real when there are times when it's like, is this a coincidence? How do this? How do how do you how do you give her the the knowledge, or not that you can give her the knowledge necessarily, but how do you give her the 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 um, understanding that it is true, it is real, it's not her imagination. 
Um, I'd, I don't think that that is something that anybody can do for anybody else. I don't, Mr. Freedom, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mr. Freedom, report independence, I'm just kidding. Um, so I, I just, you have to, this is all part of the, the, the journey, right? And what is so valuable valuable about these experiences is is not to hold on to them like nobody can take this away from me but to to this is all part of the discernment process right and then even once once you got it then expect another expansion where you're like whoa like and you have to re uh, almost like rediscern um re bring in these um abilities because when your abilities expand, it can feel a little bit disorienting. So there's always going to be expansion and more expansion and more expansion. It's like the never ending Matrushka dolls, right? Like it's always going to be bigger and bigger and bigger and our ability to discern um, becomes more important and more powerful because I'm sure everybody has been experiencing this is um, uh, we, <laughs> we're in a time of extreme polarities <laughs> and and they will be becoming more extreme and more extreme and people are are experiencing this now even within families if you don't have a vaccine i'm not going to see you right? right like like so um maybe they'll still talk to you or there's a number of people having baby showers if you're not vaccinated you can't come and i'm not saying that that is good or that is bad but that is everybody's sovereign choice and opinion but through all of this there's more separation the people that you thought shared the same belief systems that you do are like things are getting parsed out and groups are breaking up and great breaking up i actually believe um I don't even want to say believe. Um, it feels like to me that we are being asked to, if you are part of a group, to join multiple groups because frequently we tend to to join groups that have that basically reinforce our belief systems, and that could be good. It could be bad. It could be all kinds of things. But if we look at um, um, uh, assimilation programs that were used to basically um, abuse native languages out of um, indigenous peoples. Those were groups saying that they were better than another group. And sometimes when we're in groups, we do things that we wouldn't normally do if we were in our own individual sovereignty and we were actually like truly thinking because we get caught up because there's this huge, huge desire to be loved. So sometimes when we join groups and we find ourselves accepted, then we feel that we are loved. So then we don't want to go against the group. So sometimes it's better to be in smaller groups, right? And and to feel empowered and to pay attention to how that group is operating, right? Um, sometimes some people keep experiencing the high school comfort zone over and over again, and they end up joining corporations and groups that are basically reiterating those same programs because they're comfortable um, with the programs. So my point is, I know that I just tangented totally off, but um, I nobody can, well, hopefully nobody can convince you of anything, right? <laughs> but that it's, it's a strange balance, right? Because we want to be open 
It's like we want to study everything. It's like believe nothing, study everything. Because uh, belief systems are just meant to be held loosely, including like being a starseed. Like I always tell everyone like this is only a label. It is a label that can be a wonderful guidepost for you on your journey. But at some point, you're going to need to grow through that label because that is not only that's not the only thing that you are, but these lab like when we find a label or if you've ever like um, if you're neurodivergent and all of a sudden you have a diagnosis of like ADHD or autism or something, it can be like hugely empowering because it can explain so many things. But if that is all that you identify yourself as, then you then become limiting to yourself. So it's always important whenever we are holding a belief system or joining a group that we're in it until we grow through it, right? Because it can be really supporting and, un and unlimiting, but then you have to be aware of when that belief or that categorization has now uh, you're at the glass ceiling because you're meant to bust through it and be in another unknown space. So I always uh, talk about this in terms of, let's say you're in a 10 by 10 room, totally pitch black. You go through an expansion. Now that room is 23 by 23 and now it's a circle. So you knew that you could walk 10 feet and find a wall and you know this very well. You know where you can go because remember it's pitch black. Now you've gone through an expansion. It's a circle and it's, you know, 23 diameter, right? And, and now you have to be willing to take extra steps and you don't know how many more steps, but you have to trust yourself and hope that there will eventually be a wall. And then you explore this new space that you're in and then it expands again to another however many feet until you keep understanding this space and then it has their space above you. So that is what it feels like in the unknown. And a lot of people are going through this unknown space and, and the dragons and the, the uh, beings are, are always saying how hugely important it is, is to fall in love with the unknown and to fall in love with the process because it's not about the goal that you have that goal when we're manifesting in the quantum field is we're meant to magnetize things towards us so when we are falling in love and enjoying the process of the doing and we're shifting from being to doing, that is how we uh, co-create in a quantum field because it begins to, it, it comes to us. We magnetize it to us. And again, that is very much a feminine, that's a feminine aspect. Um, and, and being in the unknown is feminine. And so paying attention to even the liminal spaces, I studied uh, basically liminality and connection in graduate school and finding like the threshold of your home it's a liminal space in your physical experience it is the transitional space between entering the external world and entering the home and so we're constantly shifting through spaces of what we perceive to be separation. We're constantly moving through transitional spaces. The ocean, if you're ever at an ocean where the shore comes and where the ocean is and where the land is, that is a space of liminality. So if anybody is able to ever go walk on the beach, walk in that and think about where in the unknown and when you are between two spaces, what does that feel like to you? And practice asking soul inquiry in those moments.
Very. <laughs> you, you just keep, you just keep going. They're very, that's very good. No, that's a, that's all right. A galactic <laughs> Ashley has been has been our guest, and we're we, she's got again. She's got a a, a couple of things coming up that we want to highlight. Uh, to make sure that you have the opportunity to go uh, work with her. And it's very interesting. It's very interesting work that you do. It's uh, because it's all the energy and it's all based upon the energetics of, of how we are all are, right? Basically. Mm -hmm. oh, yes? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you zoned out on me. You just kind of. That's that's perfectly okay. The the uh, first of all, go to your website, which is galacticashley.com, right? Yes. And then there's all kinds of information there about different classes that you do and the the work that you've done. And uh, there's something coming up on I think the 21st. Yes. Um, and that is meet the galactic. It's it's kind of like Meet the Falkers or something like that from the, one of those one of those movies. Meet the Galactics, and yep. you can find out about your your who you are, what your lineage is, uh, where where your background is from, and and that kind of stuff. Now they'll get a chance to an opportunity to connect to those uh, uh, civilizations as well, right? Yes. Um, yeah. It's it's um, so the reason why I said that it's for people that are. Um, maybe just new to this and also people that have been doing this for a while is because it's set up in such a way where especially I know that there's a lot of fear, right? Aliens and the alien agenda um, or whatever, right? It's that this is one, a safe place to connect. There's going, we're going to be working with the Syrian Council of Light, the feline beings, the golden stars, solar lions, Pleiadians, Andromedans, all these beings are coming in. So the first part of the week is set up where you get to work, uh, to connect with these beings, like on your own time through a guided meditation. And then we're meeting live once a week where, for example, the first week is um, we're going to be connecting to the new Earth star, right? Because she's galactic and we're going to be talking about the caves of creation and the sphere of Amenti, right? Which is different than the Akashic records. And so you can enter into these spaces and there will be all these other opportunities to have experiences. And then this is also overlapping with the Lion's Gate that's coming up. So the Syrian Council of Light will come in. And so I'll be able to channel all of these beings. And when we're in a space together, you have an opportunity to ask questions and to get these downloads and light codes and all of these um, frequencies and energies, but also to work with that on your own beforehand in a way that feels comfortable to you. So there's a lot of opportunity to like expand, but you, you will, you will receive exactly what you need from it. And you'll be in a group with other people like that can share like what um, uh, Kayla just said, or Kyla, sorry, now I can't. Kayla. Kayla, okay, was right. <laughs> that you, Kayla you did just, perfectly well. Yeah, Kayla that, that Kayla just said and like be met with openness and acceptance. So it's really a lot about the beings are very uh, wanting um, places of uh, community connection and co-creation, right? And it's very much about acceptance um, of, of belief systems that are like beliefs or experiences that you haven't had and that everybody's just holding this container for you to be who you are. And that is awesome. It. 
Yeah. That, that's that that is really cool because it is hard to find a group of like-minded people where you can ask questions because you don't understand what's what's either happening with you or how it's working or some of the things like Kayla if she did not have Mary and people like you and people like Derek she would be out there out by herself going what the hell is going on Right. And that's why sometimes I'll read books and things uh, mm -hmm. written in the 80s or even like the law of one. Like when you think about the time that those came out, like they were like I always honor these older light workers or like Barbara Lamb, these people that were talking about this stuff that like was totally nuts. Um, um, Mary, I can't even think of her name. She's from Australia. Uh Mary Rodwell, um, and she works with a lot of star seeds that like six-year-olds, little kids, and does past life regression stuff. But anyways, the point is that they have come before me. They have come before us, and it makes my life easier. So I can just be like, oh, I have a channel. And like, it's not so weird. <laughs> and I mean, I know that it still is to a lot of people. And even within the metaphysical community, I always say, um, so if this resonates with anyone, if you feel like, if the fringes had fringes and you're on those fringes, then then come hang out with me because that's that's the normal. <laughs> and 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 you you channel and yeah. are you going to be doing this during the course during the, the during the work you're going to do? Uh yeah, every every course I that's that's what we do. <laughs> we channel just the whole time, and you get to experience experience that. Um, and because that's when the codes and all the energies are coming through and then you just, um, it's not so, it, yes, there was a lot of information that comes through, but more than that, um, and this is what the beings are always facilitating is behind the words are where, where the energy transmissions are. And that's the same as I encourage anybody, whenever you're reading and you feel attracted to something, understand that like you move beyond the words and you can have a dialogue, a divine dialogue and ask questions while you're reading anything, because that's where the information is coming in. That's where the the transmissions are so when i'm speaking it's yes yeah, sure the words that are coming out are really important but it's behind that that the beings are always transmitting other energies and information so i definitely will be channeling uh every everything is channeled and and i talk about that um in the course content when you get it there's 10 weeks and and the i think the first thing i say is is everything in here is a transmission from all the letters and the words that are uh, creating the information in here is is an energetic transmission including what comes out of my mouth during like the official channeling sessions so very cool by the way uh, uh kayla do you have any other questions before we go <laughs> i'm just i'm i mean i'm mind blown i'm interested to continue keep working with her so i mean yeah, well, I'm intrigued. This is exciting to me. She's going to be on Galactic Ashley. She's going to be on next Monday mm -hmm. at two o'clock, along with Mary Beckman, and they're going to uh, do a little tag team stuff for figure out uh, and talk back and forth on, on, in stuff that I, quite frankly, um, it's a little over my head. But I'm, I'm no, it's not. 
we talked on the phone. You were like right there. You had so many questions. And I was supposed to channel on here. I mean, technically it was like channeling, but not channeling. So yeah. I'll have to yeah. come back and we'll have to like intend to channel because we'll do an intensive. We'll do we'll <laughs> go forward and do do a real because I did there are people that are out there. I just wanted to ask you before we go, are UFOs real? Of course they are. Oh my goodness. What you're asking me with like 60 seconds left. Okay, before I, before I talk about the what I call them UFOs, right? I do want to say um that Mary Beckman is one of five speakers that are coming in. So, and yes. beyond just me in there, I am bringing in five different speakers. One is Kendra Jonas and she's from this area. Um, this other, uh, Mary Beckman, another person that lives uh, in the Midwest who's incredible, incredible, incredible. I love her so much. Uh, her name is uh, Julie Marie, uh, Julia Marie. And then there's somebody from um, New Zealand who's coming in who has developed uh, the Galactic Astrology Academy. And his name is Graham, Graham Force. I don't even know how to say his last name, but he's absolutely incredible. So beyond me, you'll also be able to access these other people. But UFOs are real um, and do sky watches at night. There is such thing as a conscious, conscious contact. And they don't land in the yard, but they will they will show themselves to you. And they're the light, they're lights and they're beautiful and they can be big and like huge and they can do all kinds of things. And and you can you'll you'll know that they're real because you connect to them and it's not just in your imagination. <laughs> and and it's not like alien or it's not like like Independence Day where you had these guys that were gonna come and they were gonna to destroy the world and all of that they're they're there to help us navigate through this thing that we call life right right but i mean it's always important to go out with a clear intention right because there are like these 3d ships and i can tell you if i ever saw a physical ship i would go somewhere else um <laughs> uh so it's the the light ships and to set the intention very clearly and to go out and uh, hold love in your heart. And that is what you are projecting out. And frequencies are looking for matches. So you go out with love, you will magnetize a similar frequency. You go out with fear, have fun. That's why we're getting rid of hate, division, and fear. That's what our yes. mission is. We're declaring our freedom from hate, division, and fear. So there. Um, by the way, uh, since um, you're a guest and I would like you to take the next few minutes to, to tell our audience anything that you'd like them to know before we close. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just throw a lot at you and, and, and it's like the spaghetti theory. See what sticks. <laughs> See what sticks. Um, okay. Um, all right. I have a couple of minutes. <laughs> Um, so well, we can actually just channel for the last two, two seconds really quickly. Um, we will just identify ourselves as the dragon consciousness, as beings that exist beyond the threshold of creation. And in this time, we would mostly like you to understand that uh, sovereignty, because we know that we use the word sovereignty uh, frequently, and this is the self-recognition and understanding that you are divine, you are self-mastered, and you are sovereign, and you are free, and you are free from the influence influence of others. And this is uh, something that we believe at this time is to uh, to be your, what we would say is life's 
work, your, your life's greatest work is to understand, to remember that you are divine, self-mastered, sovereign, and free. And frequently we say, um, I am, I am, uh, as I heal, you heal, as you heal, I heal for I am you and you are me and we are one. And again, we will say this again, because there are codes in this, um, who you are. So we will just say, I am self-mastered, I am divine, I am sovereign, and I am free. I am free from the influence of others, and that you are all able to hold highly coherent heart states when you live in and access your heart's energy and your heart field. And by doing this, you can understand what others are doing and the choices that others are making. And when you are able to hold uh, compassion for yourself, and you are able to practice self-observation without judgment, you will become limitless and you will be able to uh, magnetize and remember that you are divine creators. And in your divinity, you will begin to understand that you already are the new human, you already are a part of the new earth. And as such, you will remember that you in fact, as the human race, as the collective uh, humanity, you are the thought forms of the planet. And you will understand that this will be one of the key components when the human collective is able to become one in this state, that you become the thought forms of the planet. So when the planet is projecting thoughts out and you understand that you are not a being that lives on the planet, but that you are of the planet, that you are the thought forms of her, this will be one sign that you have transitioned into a higher state of existence and that the planet that you perceive today is no longer the planet that you are existing within. So with that, we say thank you, thank you, thank you, and we love you, we love you, we love you. And we thank you, we thank you, and we thank you. <laughs> We've been talking with Galactic Ashley and uh, Kayla, is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? I'm, I'm stunned. I, I'm, I'm just intrigued and can't wait to hear more. And we will do that next Tuesday, or next Tuesday, excuse me, next Monday. Metaphysical Mondays. Yes, Metaphysical Monday. We're going to do that again at uh, at 2 o'clock, and uh, Mary Beckman will be here, and uh, Galactic Ashley. And, and I'm just going to wind you two up and turn you loose and see what happens. And throw Kayla into the mix, and we'll have a good time. <laughs> I appreciate you being here, young lady. And go, go to her website, which is galacticashley.com. Dot com. You can get all the information about upcoming courses, classes, and there's lots of stuff there for you to go look at and to, and to if nothing else, to ponder upon uh, to see what, what rings true for you. And uh, with that, again, thank you. Stay right where you are. I got to do this, and then we'll be right back. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.